Aloha. This is international baritone Quinn Kelsey, and this is the CBH Podcast. Yes. Good morning. All right. Good morning, everybody. Oh, welcome. Welcome to the CVH Podcast. That's what she said. That is what she said. Um, hey, Thursday, September 21st. I've been kind of missing for a minute. Um, you know, ever since the last episode where conductors are punching singers in the face. Um, <laughs> it's not that I haven't had a lot to say, but I've, I've sort of been lone wolfing. Anybody lone wolf? <laughs> it's kind of a reset for me. It's like... Um, I need to sort of remove the things that are distracting. Not that this is distracting. This has been a good therapist for me. But I sort of needed to uh, reset a lot. I reset my sleep schedule. I reset my work schedule. I, I reset my workout. Um, and, and just needed to focus on those basic things, uh, you know, for sanity for a minute. Just to like, okay, let's, let's reset a little bit. What, what exactly is going on right now? What, what direction are we headed in? And um, I think I think that's good. It's a healthy thing for me, anyway, to just sort of, like I said, just pause for a second and reset. All right, what's happening? What what is currently? What's our direction? What are we doing? Not to say that we're in a wrong direction. It's just like um, it's like a, a reassessment time. Uh, I've I've been known to do it, and uh, this time I sort of excluded this. I didn't always, but I'm I'm I did it this these last um, three weeks. This is my first time in Philadelphia in five years, and. And um, just sort of like um, kind of an inventory. It was inventory time. I mean, the last time I was here, it was inventory time. And so it's inventory time again. <laughs> Every five years. And I guess I've done it since then. But um, yeah, feeling good. I'm really sleeping well. Anybody who listens here knows that I don't sleep well. Well, I am sleeping well. And um, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to bore you with all, the, with all the horrific, boringly, boringly horrific details of uh, who, what, where, when, and why. But I, boy, did I put my foot in my mouth the other day. Oh, it was so cringy. Oh, all I can do is talk about it because it was just the worst. <laughs> and everybody does it. Or I don't know if everybody does it, but uh, certainly it's not the first time I've put my foot in my mouth at the wrong time. <laughs> and I can talk about this one because the person that uh, that it happened with was completely anonymous. I don't, I don't know their name. Um... But I'm going to tell you about it. <laughs> so I'm going to this great gym. It's not a great gym, but it's basically a private gym because there's not too many people in there. It's basically me and two or three other people at any one time, you know. And I'm I'm there at the crack of dawn, so it's the people that are there are, are working hard, which I which I appreciate. Um, the weekends make me nuts. I can't stand a weekend warrior gym person. Just you're in my way. Uh, but but um, you know, at five o'clock, uh, the 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 the, the people who need it are there. And um, look, we've all been in the gym. Male and female have been in the gym, and you have glanced at the opposite sex or the sex of your preference. You have glanced. It's just the, it's the reality, right? People sweating, bending over, wearing tight clothing. It's just, it's like a natural, it's a natural instinct to like shift your eyes, right? It happens. It happens to you. It happens from you. I guarantee. Even if you, even if you don't intend it or don't don't mean it, you just can't help it. If it if something if a Ferrari drives by, I look at it. You know that's the that's the kind of thing that that's the mentality. Well, 
I am, I am, uh, I have on occasion been looked at at a gym, and um, I hate it. I don't like it at all. I do not like it. I'm, I'm not, I'm not flattered. I'm not encouraged. I'm not feeling good. I just, even if somebody's staring at my technique of what I'm doing, I don't like it. I don't like to feel eyes on me at the gym, male or female. If anything, if anything. I've learned uh, from being looked at on occasion. Occasion. I'm not. This is not some regular thing for me. But if I'm looked at on occasionally at the gym, I'm reminded to not look myself at whatever. Whatever. I don't care what you like to look at. Whatever it is, uh, makes no difference to me. But um, uh, uh, I have. I, I get reminded that I should never. Just don't. It, people aren't there to be looked at. Maybe some, maybe some, but I, but it's not, I, I'm not, uh, I'm not there to be looked at or to do any looking. I'd rather just avert my eyes and get my job done and get out of there. Um, and I did notice that a, a certain person was, uh, sort of just kept showing up right next to me, you know, or across from me. They couldn't, it's, it's, it was too, it was it was too coincidental that it was happening as frequently it was, as it was. And it wasn't just one uh, time. You know, I'm there five, six days a week. And so I would see this person fairly regularly. And, I, and my time, the time that I begin would even change. And they would still sort of be there. And, and, and not, just, not just having a glance, you know, but like really digging in. Looking for eye contact, you know. You could just feel the stillness in their face. And... Um, uh, you know, this gentleman, I don't know, you know, 10 years older than me, not in great shape, uh, you know, sort of sit down, move the weights a little bit, you know, and then just sort of hang out and not really look at his phone. He was just sort of looking at me and it was creeping me out. I didn't like it. And so I would go out of my way to not be noticed. I would keep my hat down over my eyes. I would certainly not look in his direction to encourage him in any way, shape or form and, and just go about my business hoping somebody might get the hint. Um, he didn't really seem to get the hint. It just sort of kept happening that this man would show up. And so uh, I, was, I kind of felt like I was being, not chased, but certainly um, monitored. <laughs> That's the right word. And so I was on a, a machine. I was on the incline press uh, bench. And, and I was, uh, you know, halfway through my sets. And he came over. He finally came over. And he kind of, he kind of like gets my attention, you know, and I look up at him and he's sort of uh, waving his hand uh, sort of erratically and, he, and he's mouthing something, but I can't hear it. Um, I don't have headphones on and he doesn't have headphones on, so I didn't really feel like there was some need to mouth words. And, and being that I was already sort of, this man was on my radar and I was annoyed by him or feeling strange about him looking at me so much or what I perceived as being looked at, I could be wrong. But at least the, the story in my head was that this man was following me. And um, he's mouthing words. And I go, what? <laughs> oh, no. Uh, what? You know, like, <laughs> if you're going to talk to me, talk. Don't, don't, don't make it. I want this to be over, you know. <laughs> and he kind of mouths the words again. And I said, I can't hear you. You know, like making it loud. So it was just to, like, draw attention to him that he... Definitely didn't want, and then, oh, God damn it. The guy suddenly reaches down to his phone, and he starts typing. Oh, no, no, this man is deaf. 
Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's if you know, you know. Uh, I immediately had this going on in my head, like you, <laughs> you tell me, you're yelling at a deaf man <laughs> to speak up. Use your words, asshole. That's, that was the tone. That was the, t- that was the tone of what I said. And he typed out how many more sets. <laughs> yeah, this, this is what was going on. No, damn it. Oh, I felt like such an asshole. Uh, so I calmed down greatly. And held up two fingers, two more sets, and he kind of waved me off like, okay, very good. And he sort of went over to the side and, oh, like, you know, I'm already sweating in there. And then I'm just like pouring buckets of sweat because I've just stuck my size 15 foot right in my mouth, you know. And (laughs) this guy. Now, look, uh, it. It doesn't mean that he wasn't looking at me, okay? It could very well mean, you know, <laughs> he probably he definitely was doing the thing that I thought he was doing, but in an attempt to not embarrass him, but to just like let him hear the strength of my voice and to draw attention to him even talking to me, I exposed this poor man's handicap or whatever we call it, um his his um his hearing loss. Um uh, I exposed it greatly and felt like such a dick. <laughs> I'm sure he was still looking at me. This man was still enjoying me. He was still uh, staring, but um, in my attempt to to uh, rid myself of him, I embarrassed him and really embarrassed me. Just awful. It happens. Look, it happens. So that's what's going on. That's the story this week. Uh, yeah, my inventory is good. I've, I've, um, uh, you know, reading and writing and and lone wolfing. I call it lone wolfing, and even talking to you here. While yes, I'm I'm talking to a whole group. There's nobody in here but me. Uh, I'm still lone wolfing in a way, and um, for now that feels good. I'm going to keep doing. It. I'll I'll check in with you. I'm not going to go away too far. Uh, we'll be back in uh, New York on Monday. Start rehearsal in New York on Monday. I have a show tomorrow. We open the show. Simon Bocanegra opens tomorrow in Philadelphia, and we'll have our second show on Sunday. And uh, Sunday night, I'll jump on a, a cellar to get myself to Manhattan so I can be in New York um, Monday morning, or what I assume I have rehearsal Monday morning. I got to check. Uh, my 10th year with the La Boheme production, and uh, funny, they still want me to rehearse it. One of these years, I'm going to get it right, I think. Probably not. I love you for listening. I hope everybody's doing good. And um, yeah, we'll catch up with each other soon. There it is. All right. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.